0: Hey guys, welcome back to the show. My name is Lauren and this is Liam. Hello. And we have a lot of juicy stories coming at you for today. First Funny. off, yeah, I know. I feel like it's been long enough into quarantine where people are actually starting to get a little bit stir crazy and maybe even cause yeah. more drama than they usually do.
1: Even like the the hermits, the self-proclaimed antisocial people, you know, are asocial people probably yeah. better, but they are uh, they're feeling a little bit antsy now, I think. That's yeah. what
0: I realize. I'm I'm an introvert, but I realize even though I'm an introvert, I still like to not be in the house 24-7. I'm a homebody, you know.
1: Yes, that's true.
0: But th- this is getting a bit much for me. So we're, we're seeing people start to create some interesting stories, at least for us to discuss. First off, iDubbbz, the internet superstar of, uh, what, 8 million subscribers, uh, responsible I, I for content. I think closer comp-
1: 9. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: Um, apparently, there's this whole controversy where... He has a girlfriend who has an OnlyFans account. Um, we're going to be talking about that, but mostly the conversation has sparked surrounding should we all be dating sex workers? Is it sexist and controlling to not want to date a sex worker? These are uh, this is a debate I, I didn't think would be having. And then Emma Watson, she is a huge raging feminist. We we knew this. We have more proof of this, Rest though. Rest
1: in peace. Honestly, it's what a shame.
0: She's still pretty, though, and even she's though gorgeous. she's, yeah. yeah, really nice eye color. I noticed on Teen, the Teen Vogue uh, article spread, very nice eye color, because usually brown, it's just brown. Hers are like amber. Anyway, she's still crazy, though. Uh, then schools in Britain are perhaps going to force the closure of a Jewish private school unless they introduce pro-LGBT material. Uh, just They just love freedom in that country, the Brits. And then finally, we're going to be talking about TLC's seeming fascination or obsession with obesity they have like five different shows centering around obesity so is that exploitation is it about body positivity are they promoting it or criticizing it we're gonna be looking at that and before you get into it uh of course you guys know by now that if you want to support the show the best way to do that is by going over to blaze slash lauren yep. and using the code lauren to subscribe it's how we keep the lights on over here we're not with patreon or any other crowdfunding source like that if you want to support the show that blaze tv subscription is how you do it and not only do you get our show you also get a ton of other great shows like um, let's see john miller's show ali stuckey chad prather mark levin just a ton of content for yourself so you're getting entertainment and supporting creators the exciting news is that right now there's the biggest discount blaze has ever had on the annual subscription usually it's 99 dollars. right now that's been discounted to 69 dollars Nice. Uh, so if you go to blaze tv.com/lauren and use the code lauren you'll be able to access that huge savings a uh, 30 bucks less than it is usually and if you get that blaze tv is only going to be 575 a month which is a really great deal yeah, and that's incredible. I just want to say we we do appreciate everyone who watches the show For donates sure. and yeah we we wouldn't be able to do it without you guys.
1: Yeah, and Blaze just like uh, maybe about a month ago, they completely revamped their site and all their things. It mm-hmm. looks terrific now. Uh, it's, it's got great functionality. I think it's, it's something worth checking out.
0: Yeah, right so now. if you haven't yet, definitely do that. All right, to get into this, this is a controversial topic, and I wasn't sure if we, yeah. we were going to weigh into it. And it's not necessarily – iDubbed is a huge YouTuber, right? I am I don't really watch his content. Not that I don't like it. It's just it's not really my cup of tea. His girlfriend is now selling nudes online. So I don't want anyone to think that this segment is really a commentary about IDUB's personal life specifically, but the whole conversation that it has sparked around exclusivity in relationships, that is what is really interesting to me. That is why I want to talk about this. So he, he made a video addressing the fact that his girlfriend does have an OnlyFans account. And um, I, I want to touch upon some of the things he said that relate not to just his relationship, because of course... He's an adult, he can do whatever he wants, but that kind of give insight into what I think is a very questionable, very different view of how relationships work. So we have some of those clips for you here.
2: My girlfriend started an OnlyFans account, which is a website where you can upload amateur porn. Anything from double penetration all the way over to lewd cosplay and everything in between. And uh, I think all of it is cool. Yeah, I know. I... I didn't think it would be a controversial opinion either. It's because he's a hypocrite. He makes content comp and targets people, but he himself have girlfriend whoring herself, and he does nothing about it. What am I going to do? Do you think I should just like take a shotgun to her head? No, it's time to die now. No, you should break up with her, but I'm cool with it.
0: This is what's strange to me. I mean, I don't like, okay, she has an OnlyFans account and you're okay with it. But the idea that, oh, I, what am I supposed to do? Just put a shotgun to her head and make her stop selling naked photos of yourself? It's well, one I or mean, the other. Yeah. It's one <laughs> or the other, right? It's just very, it's such a strange way to look at it. And I saw so many other people in this whole conversation say, well, why are you trying to control your girlfriend or something like that? Like, we, we should let our partners do whatever they want with their bodies. And it's like, whoa, we're not talking about a haircut you don't like. We're talking about nude photos to other people like that's a that's a huge yeah, difference and he says "Oh, well, I'll break up with her but i'm fine with it it's like is that the the measure for what's a what you should stay in a relationship for like you're fine with it
1: yeah i mean to me i, I don't i don't understand these kind of thought processes i guess i mean he's he's gonna take shots at commentators later on that we'll get to and we'll, yeah. we'll directly address but I just, to me, if a girlfriend of mine were to even think that that's remotely appropriate, mm-hmm. it's like there's there's personality problems. Like yeah. that, that's a, that's like that's beyond like a red flag. That's probably an ender right mm-hmm. there for me. It, it's just, it, it's a very bad indication that this relationship will not go the way that I'm expecting it to go. Yeah. And, and I, I that's one thing that I think we'll probably end up seeing in this relationship is that it might not be as stable as i is imagining it will be.
0: Yeah, not that anybody is hoping for anything no, bad to anymore. happen, but just of course not. realistically, like the idea that, oh, I'm fine with this behavior, therefore it's okay. I mean, you could be fine with drug use in a relationship, criminal activity, I mean, whatever. That doesn't mean that it's good behavior or that it's going to be good for your relationship. So the idea that, oh, it doesn't necessarily bother me if there are strong indicators that it's not going to lead to stability, which we will get to because there are if she's sending photos to other men. um I would just say, like, be be careful, put put yourself and your well-being as part of your consideration, right? Um, and I think this whole segment, again, not trying to send hate to iDubbbz, I, I actually, I want to talk about this because I want better for him and any other person in this situation. I also want better for his girlfriend. We'll get into yeah. that as well. It's just, it's. This was so strange for me to hear like this thought process like, oh, you want me to control her? It's, no, you don't have to date someone with an OnlyFans account though. That seems like an action you can control very easily.
1: Yeah, it's like, I don't know if you follow that argument to the end, you might just end up well she can sleep with whoever she wants. So, you know, it's yeah. all just a polyamorous world and um, I don't think that's congruent with at least our society and and possibly not our human nature.
2: You do realize there are guys out there in private right now jacking off to your girlfriend. But I guess it's out of sight, out of mind, it's not a problem. This guy that we're going to watch has pretty much listed all of what the arguments are for people who don't morally agree with the situation. So on the cons we have, everyone can see what he sees for a few dollars. What exactly do you think I'm seeing? Do you think she's shooting fireworks out of her Do you think she's screening the Matrix Reloaded down there? It's not a mystery, it's a dude. And then there's no special p- it doesn't become less valuable the more people see it if that's the case my body and my person is the most valueless thing on the planet
0: again we have some interesting logic here
1: i felt we had to i felt we had to involve this part in the video because it it would be almost like not honest if, if we didn't if we didn't tackle it being being political commentators and you know we're in a relationship right um, yeah, I mean it probably happens statistically, I'm sorry, but there's like four hundred thousand four hundred eleven thousand subscribers on YouTube right now. You're gonna get some odd ones. That's all. Yeah, you know. And
0: I mean, like I've seen thirsty comments after you as well. But the thing is like you oh, you cannot control <laughs> no. what other people listen, the do foot request
1: with- is not our it's not something that we can, you know, deal with. <laughs> yeah. We just can't get rid of the foot requests.
0: There's gonna be like a it million of is, them now right? like, that we've mentioned it. But the thing
1: is I'm not letting Lauren send out no foot pictures.
0: Yeah, like just there's like, like, there's a difference between like, oh, well, these people are going to pleasure themselves to your significant other anyways, so you might as well let them send yeah. nudes. Like what, the, there's a huge leap of logic there. Like even if you yourself don't mind it, like you gotta admit this this whole reasoning is, I just I have questions, I have questions <laughs> for this. And it's a similar thing with the whole idea that it's not less valuable if more people see it. Um so that you know there's this whole narrative in some cultures that are very very conservative that it, you know if a, if a woman sleeps with more than one man then it's like her value as a person is lower. That's not what I'm about to say because I I don't believe that you know what someone the, their mistakes they've done in the past or whatever like that should lessen their worth as a person. I think there's yeah, like a take lot away of from their
1: humanity. Exactly. We're not, we're not suggesting that this behavior is less than human.
0: Right. But it's like there the, there's a lot of people that they've made mistakes and they're moving past it. And I don't I don't think they're less than because, you know, they're mistakes. If they've grown from it, then that's amazing. But in terms of the value thing, I don't know if he would be making the same argument if she was actually having sex with these well, men, right? I, I
1: hope not. I mean, I feel but like... But the
0: same logic could apply. Well, right. it's not the, less valuable the more people... Exactly.
1: The exact same logic does apply here. It's also, to me... I mean, I, I do agree with the thing where you don't want to put the woman or her body on a pedestal but also i do think that you as someone who's in a relationship you should think that the other person is valuable yeah everything about them like oh it's just her
0: vagina like
1: right it's it's, but
0: that's her vagina
1: (laughs) yeah i mean yeah i i don't like that argument but i i I do yeah there's the other end of that argument which is like which they're they're almost it's almost like a horseshoe yeah it's like oh i don't care about it at all so i can be a cuck yeah or i care about it so much that I'll be a cuck. Yeah. So, but there's, there's a fine line there.
0: I I, guess. Yeah. And I'm, I'm not saying that, again, she as a person is worth less, but I would say that if she's sending naked photos to other men, maybe her commitment to you is worth less because yes. she's obviously not committed enough to say, okay, I'm not going to do this. I'm going to save this for just us. Right. So Absolutely. it's not, it's not her worth as a person, but I would say it, it, Kind of indicates her commitment to the relationship um and then we have this next clip which i think is very relevant to us seeing as how we are yeah, commentary that's true yeah uh, commentary people
2: in my head there would be uh, so many other things to do and make money before stooping to this point i find it very fascinating that uh, commentary youtuber who's known for criticizing others much like me would be willing to take the position that sex work is beneath them. Uh, that they aren't on the same level as sex work. That's fascinating. I find it really interesting that that is the, uh, that's the position you want to take. That uh, I think that'll age quite nicely.
0: I have thoughts on this. I have a lot of thoughts about so, this.
1: Are we whoring ourselves out right here in the yeah. same way that a sex worker is? I.e. literally
0: whoring Like literally whoring ourselves like, literally out.
1: Whoring ourselves yeah. out.
0: I don't think so. And like coming from someone who, I mean, I know commentary channels and shows, some people don't like them, but it's its not something that's comparable to the yeah. act that creates life.
1: I mean, it's it is, its is—it's a smug comment in his part where it's yeah. like, wow, like, you know, are you really contributing so much to society? I guess is what he's trying to say. Yeah. Sort of. But it's, it's like, yeah, there's no comparison. Dude, there's no comparison in any way. Yeah. Know? Especially like, I'll be honest, a lot of the shows on Blaze TV and on these, they're not, you know, they're trying to be legitimate news sources, give educated opinions on things. Yeah. It's Obviously not, like, not us here, though. It's not like, a, yeah, <laughs> I mean, we're pseudo-intellectual. Yeah. Right? But, but um, yeah, to say that these two things are equivalent, I mean, I get that there are those, like, drama channels and what have you. And sure, the the value is, is not like, wow. But even I'm,
0: then, but, that's, I don't think that's the argument people are trying to make with regard to the sex work i don't think anyone who or most of the people who are saying hey maybe you shouldn't date a sex worker i'm not i don't think they believe that sex is dirty i just think they have issue with doing it with people for money while in a relationship with someone else that is not a parallel that exists with commentary channels right like is my commentary i mean liam i tell him all the time he's lucky he gets my opinions unsolicited just yes. you know, free flowing. Yes, many
1: of them. <laughs> Guess how many times I hear that Jellybean is a good girl. She's and good then I'll friend. say, Oh yeah, was she? Uh, and she'll think about it, and she'll be like, Wait a minute, <laughs> no, she wasn't. Well, but I just I have this opinion that I'm going to keep telling yeah. you.
0: Yeah, <laughs> but but anyway, like that's an opinion is not the same yes. as sex, and the fact that you would even conflate the two, it just, yeah, I think it shows how little you value he values sex. Um, and now with all of this, I'm not saying we should cancel IDubs don't send any hate his way, don't harass him, nothing like that. Feel free to keep watching if you like his content, that's totally fine. Um, this whole fiasco, though, it's it's kicked off this conversation about dating sex workers in general, that it's just, it's, it's turned into gaslighting, right? It is normal and rational, I would say the overwhelmingly popular opinion, to not want your significant other to engage in sexual activities with another person. If it's for money or not, like, it's just... I would say for money is worse even I, I don't even know but it's just no, I, sex I it's is all, an intimate it's,
1: it's like it's just uh, absolute right you know
0: so sex is an intimate act right oh but she's only sending pictures and it's like that's that's part of sex though I mean you know how I know it's because what men do with those pictures right they're not using it as like art um and the, like entering into a non-monogamous relationship it's just it's unstable more likely to end up in heartbreak. I think reciprocity is important for relationships, right? And it, I mean, I would actually be curious to know whether she would be okay with him sending dick pics to women.
1: Do you think that that she would mind?
0: I don't know. That's the thing. Like, I don't know.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how interested she is in him. I don't know. I don't want to even go there, really. And I I will
0: say, just because I know people are going to comment on this, there has been videos made about how perhaps the the girlfriend is more problematic beyond the sex work. I've even see, seen some people say they're fine with the OnlyFans account, but they still don't like her. So, I mean, you know, just remember that when we're reading some of these comments. But right. um, wanting to push back against the idea that you're crazy if you don't want to date a sex worker is pretty much why I think we need to talk about this. I have some posts here, some tweets that were going around after this whole thing kind of blew up. And I just, I just want... Us to look at them because they're they're pretty shocking. So this one person says, "Idubbbz fans getting mad at Idubbbz for supporting sex workers is the funniest thing to ever happen on the internet." I don't think that's what happened. That's what's happening at all. That's not what's happening at all. No one is saying you have to hate sex workers. There are people who are voicing concerns for him dating someone who is sending nude photos to another man. That doesn't mean they don't want to. I don't know. Support the the girl and in, in her endeavors. Uh, it's just that I think if you care about someone, this is obviously going to be a red flag. Like if my someone I cared about was dating someone with an OnlyFans account, I would worry about them. And yeah. like I I don't think that criticism should be just dismissed as oh you're just mad.
1: I think that's definitely how they're trying to frame it though. Even Idots himself are. in his video was saying my opinion on sex workers is this. It's like dude, it's not about
0: it's not about sex what workers. You about sex work, yeah. which,
1: You know, it's a whole other discussion. If this is about. You're dating someone that is becoming a sex worker in the middle of your relationship. Yeah. It's not even like she already was. She actually...
0: Like she was not a sex worker. Yeah. Then she started dating you and then she was like, you know what?
1: And then before that, allegedly, she got a, a uh, breast surgery, an implant. Breast uh, augmentation. Augmentation, I guess, yeah. is the term. A- and now she's, uh I guess, uh sharing them with the world.
0: Yeah. Someone else said, so iDubbbz's girlfriend is voluntarily posting nudes online that people have to pay her $5 a month to see so they can pleasure themselves to and fantasize about having sex with her meanwhile i-dubs himself is the only one that actually gets to make love to her every night and he's the cuck okay so this is something that i thought was interesting um the whole idea of like who's a simp who's a cuck in this situation i-dubs is not a simp in this situation let's be clear the men paying to see his girlfriend naked they are the simps but yeah at the same time um allegations of cuckoldry toward Idubs, we can go back and forth whether it's really cuckoldry if it's just naked photos yeah, whatever I, I don't
1: think it is i mean it's not listen it's the first step but anyways it's, it, this is semantics. yeah it's this semantics. Is a semantics over like a meme word yeah it's but like the worst thing
0: the, the thing that people are frustrated with is that they feel like Idubs is being disrespected in this relationship and i think we've all been in those situations where you think your friend could do better and that they're in a toxic relationship yeah. and i think that's how a lot of his subscribers feel you can say that oh none of their business but it's kind of their girlfriend too right in the situation <laughs> i mean then wow. that's a meme that's going on <laughs> um but it's like I, I, it's not like people are prying into their private lives this is all very very public someone else says Wait a minute! I Dubs, is comfortable with his girlfriend doing what she wants. I'm shaking and fuming. How he could do this to us? How how could he be such a cuck? Oh my god, this is unreal. He betrayed us, and we need to rise up against his cuck ass. I'm so angry. What does
1: that even like? That guy's
0: that doesn't really that even mean anything. Me, yeah. So like, but yeah. it's just an oversimplification. Like, oh, so you have to be okay with your girlfriend. This is simply your you being okay with your girlfriend doing what she wants. Because the implication there is that if you're not okay doing or dating a sex worker, then you aren't okay with your girlfriend kind of doing something she's comfortable with You're
1: misogynistic exactly yeah, it's, it's a ridiculous argument like listen there's there are certain behaviors that are just not appropriate in relationships in
0: general yeah and right? you no. not wanting to be in a relationship with that person doesn't mean that you're controlling them it doesn't mean that um you're misogynistic that you're an incel or that you're lonely or anything like that and anyone who tries to paint it that way is gaslighting you like that's literally textbook gaslighting yeah. um and it's we, – we see this kind of, I don't know, mentality being pushed on men more and more that either you accept your girlfriend is going yes. to sleep with other men or you're this terrible person. The
1: thing is, it's like that is an argument that shouldn't even – like I don't even think it should be able to enter into like our neurons if yeah. you're properly thinking man. Like, yeah. like it doesn't even like – someone says those words to you. They, they form a language. It, the sentence makes sense, but it doesn't make sense. You know, like it just it, – it's just – I don't compute what you just said. It's ri- it's ridiculous beyond mm-hmm. beyond even comprehension. Yeah. You know, but some people I, the thing is they they kind of bring it on themselves. I don't know what it is. I have no idea why this is seems to be such a rapidly growing phenomenon. Even the comments on that YouTube video. I didn't like them. They were like, "Dude, you are way into this like cuckoldry stuff." I don't like it at all. What's going on here, man? All I know is that we need higher testosterone levels in society. Yeah, that's all do. I'm thinking. It's we it's do. We do. And it's it's like, a weird situation. That's the
0: thing. I I I want iDubs to do better. Just like I want everyone to do better, right? I I would hope everyone be in a healthy relationship. And I also I even want the girlfriend to do better. Like, ladies, you don't need to resort to selling your body for validation or for money or for whatever it is. You don't need to do this. I want better for you. Men, you don't need to be okay with your girlfriend sending photos to other men or sleeping with other men. You can do better. Like everyone in this situation can do better, Mm -hmm. which is what. I, I, I don't believe, I can't believe that more people aren't talking about that. And here we have this lovely graphic um, with the myth of consensual sex. Idubs and his girlfriend saying I consent and then a bunch of, I guess they chose the ugliest photos they could to say I don't. Is there someone you forgot to ask? There's more to a relationship being healthy than just being consensual. Some of the most toxic relationships are consensual. Like again, these. this yeah. is gaslighting fans who have actual concerns. You could say he still has the right to do whatever he wants, and I would completely agree with you there, but none of this is valid to dismiss concerns or criticisms. It's just not. Um, And what people have also kind of brought up is that Idub's laissez-faire attitude towards sex workers kind of seems different than um, some sentiments in the past that he's expressed, and we have a clip of that.
2: You're a whore. You're a whore. Just admit it. You're a whore. You whore yourself out online. You whore yourself out in front of your family and your friends. You're a whore, plain and simple. Just admit that you're a whore and a slut and a harlot.
0: So that was obviously an edit. His girlfriend is not originally in the back of that video clip, but that's another... I guess criticism that people have—they feel that he's kind of changed his views in this drastic way as soon as this other person came around, which again is not the sign of a good relationship.
1: Yeah. To be fair to him, uh, and to some degree, he does address this in the video. We didn't—we didn't cover it in a segment, but it was kind of a weak argument. He was saying that even though he said things like that, it wasn't really like saying that it was bad to be a whore. You know, it's still something that he—he he understands because there's an economic demand for it he had a little other clip of him saying exactly that but at the same time the way that he said that i think was very clearly not yeah meant as complimentary or even neutral yeah right? it was definitely something that was meant as derogatory
0: yeah but i mean in any case he can do what he wants his girlfriend can do what he wants um no one's trying to outlaw cuckoldry or simping here but i just i've been so, so confused by the amount of people I've seen gaslight just genuine people saying, hey, I I don't know if, uh, you know, I would be okay with this, and I'm kind of shocked that he is. So I I just want to let everyone know who's been following the situation. Uh, you're not alone. You are the majority. Trust me, not everyone is like they are on Twitter. uh, I think most people in the real world would be very concerned by this as well. So, yeah. yeah. I
1: mean, thankfully, if you look through the YouTube comments section, which is normally not a bastion of reason, and actually it still wasn't a bastion of reason, but basically everybody was just ragging on iDubbbz. Yeah. And i think that's a good thing given the current situation that's not a healthy relationship and we shouldn't be encouraging that which i think is the most important thing if you want to do something on, on, on your own like that i guess that's whatever but it doesn't
0: mean people have to embrace it we're not normalizing that stuff support it's, it it's right not happening. That's right all. And, and i think that's a really important thing to say here and uh for anyone who's like oh but they could do whatever they want doesn't mean we have to like it and remember Libertarianism is not conservatism. I'm sure there's <laughs> someone is... out there that at some point is going to say no polyamory is, is actually the real conservative position. We don't we don't do that here. Okay. What do you mean
1: Joe Exotic is not the perfect conservative? Yeah, the
0: the gay polyamorous redneck. <laughs> like child
1: predator. Yes. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. No, we're not about that over here. We we don't mind saying like no, this is, this is not right. All right. So next up, Emma wat Emma Watson, infamously into feminism. She drank the Kool-Aid hardcore. Uh, she gave this whole speech about feminism at the UN a few years ago that went viral. A couple months ago, everyone also had a good laugh when she referred to herself as being self-partnered instead of single. Remember that? Oh, yeah. That's right. Um, yeah. She's full full into the feminist narrative. Once um so. Yeah.
1: It, it saddens me. She was like, uh, she was always like my. She was probably like my teenage crush. You know, going. Through I mean, that you
0: and like years. millions. I would yeah, say yeah, millions I mean, of other boys. I
1: mean, like, listen. Every generation has their own. There's probably a few of this generation, but she was like probably the number one for yeah. me,
0: definitely. Um, and it's funny. I've, I've heard guys talk about how they were a little bit freaked out because they remember watching the first Harry Potter movie and thinking, "Oh, oh you're, she's so yeah. beautiful." And then you go back and she's, "Oh crap, that was a kid. That's a, <laughs> yeah. That's a
1: child. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, but you're a child. But you're a child. Oh, there. It's, exactly. It's, it's totally, innocent.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, she. Recently, did a, had a feature with Teen Vogue, which I was in awe of. Like this, really displays how I mean, she's she's a mini Anita Sarkeesian, but I mean to her credit, she she's a lot more knowledgeable on feminism than someone like Taylor Swift, who just parrots. Oh. Yeah. Mansplaining planning and things like that. But her feminism, it's like full on the academic feminism. So here's the article in question. It's a conversation pretty much between her and this feminist professor. And we've edited it down because it's very, very long. And we're more mainly concerned with what Emma Watson is saying rather than just the professor, because I don't know who she is, but even just the questions she asks. Are very telling so the article starts off it probably takes a lot for emma watson to be starstruck but that's how the iconic little woman and harry potter actress says she felt when she spoke to texas a and m professor and author valerie hudson the two recently hopped on a call to discuss hudson's book sex and world peace which Gloria Steinem had given Watson a copy of. That's how you know a book is good when Gloria Steinem is giving it out. And Watson then highlighted on her Instagram for International Women's Day. Okay, so the conversation starts, the data you collected is heart-stopping, like the fact that the largest risk for poverty in old age is determined by whether or not one has ever given birth to a child. When you hear that if women's caring labor were valued at even minimum wage, it would account for 40% of world production, it's hard to hear that and remain unmoved. How far do you think we are from achieving a minimum wage or social security benefits for what is now free caring labor to which this professor says that's a brilliant question one of the things that i've begun to think lately is is capitalism itself predicated on all of the life giving slash caregiving work being completely unpaid being on the backs of women and what does it say about the sustainability of capitalism all right the feminists always like to talk about unpaid care labor right we've done several segments that at least reference that they think oh well women do all the smothering and housework and they don't get paid for their therefore patriarchy bad okay let's think about this rationally for a bit if women are being taken advantage of and not getting compensated for their caregiving labor you know being ripped off why are 80 percent of consumer decisions or something like that still made by women where are they getting this money from if they're not being paid but that's the thing There are other ways of being compensated than pay from an employer or from the government. If a homemaker stays home and her husband works and she has access to that money and a roof over her head, is that not being compensated, right? I mean, so, like, I don't even know what she's suggesting here. Like, minimum wage or social security benefits for watching your own kids.
1: Yeah, it's like, does everything in society need to, a monetary compensation is one thing. Right? Yeah, like, and you're
0: the ones who are criticizing capitalism for being too materialistic. Yeah, exactly.
1: That's like the most greedy thing I've ever heard. Right. I, I'm, I'm taking care of my own children, pay me. Yeah. You know, and, and, and you know what? I think women do it more than men and probably substantially more than men, but mm-hmm. men do plenty of things like that. You don't get paid for mowing the lawn. You don't get paid for doing any of the other things that the men do around the house. Typically, I'm, I'm using stereotypes, but men take care of children too. It is a thing. You know, you don't get compensated for everything in life. If you choose to be a caregiver, you're typically doing that because... You're allowing one person to either have more free time to dedicate to work, to bring yeah. in a bigger income.
0: So that you, your family yes. can survive, right? right? So this isn't us being ripped off. It's just like specialization of labor.
1: It's about, yeah, it's about a, a holistic approach to a family unit. Yeah. That's what it's about. It's the way that it works. And, and in some cases, it doesn't work for families. You know, both people have to work. Yeah. Uh, it is what it is, but ultimately it's about the way that we take care of family and structures. It's the way it is.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, I don't even know what kind of system they would be trying to talk about, but there's no, there's no talk of economics in this article, by the way, yeah. right? which I don't think uh, is surprising to anyone. They continue... Emma Watson says, I agree. One thing I've been hearing a lot about and I'm curious for your opinion on is since hashtag me too, a lot of men are telling me that they won't even take meetings with women on their own. They have to have someone else in the room or that this is going to hurt the women's movement because men will just be so much less likely to want to work with them. They both laugh. The professor says, I think you're onto the fact that this is a complete rationalization. What it basically boils down to is saying, unless women are content to live by male rules, we won't treat them like human beings. I mean, isn't that the translation of what these people are telling you? I think that's outrageous. And then Emma Watson responds, they say it to me in a way that's like, look, I'm just being the realist. I'm just being realistic here. And I reply, I don't think you are. And it's not really good enough. We can do better than that. So I love how they don't understand the, the male perspective at all. Just completely, clearly haven't been listening. Um, men are... Some men are scared in the workplace now because uh, it's not just that they don't want to treat women right. They're afraid of false accusations. And actually, like, the, the suggestion that maybe we always should have a third person in the room, I don't even think that's... Why is that bad in the view of feminism? Yeah, I don't
1: understand that. That's why just actually more it protects safe? everybody. Yeah. Right? Like, everybody is protected in that circumstance. The boss that always keeps his door open. Yeah. That kind of thing. Like, there's... That seems to be a no-brainer, an easy one to accept. And it's they're, not they're even just male
0: and female interactions that are protected from that. It's just I mean, more transparency yeah. all around. Of
1: course, yeah. But they're they're angry that it somehow it was brought on by the Me Too movement, this yeah. awakening, which I think might have been a useful thing. In fact, if 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 it does bring transparency, to then the that's good. That is that's a, okay. That's a good thing. That's a good thing for them. But they're angry about it because they're under the impression that it's because. Men feel threatened and they have to treat women differently. Yeah, that's not it at all. Listen, grow up. I'm sorry. Like a positive change happened. And you know what? I'll give you props because you helped bring it on. Yeah. But... Why don't you just take the victory? Chalk it up as a victory. But but no, you have to be you have to be offended about everything.
0: Then they continue with Emma Watson saying, I did an interview with Vogue magazine a couple months ago, and I talked about how in the run up to my thirties, I felt this incredible sudden anxiety and pressure that I had to be married or have a baby or be moving into a house, and there was no word for this kind of subliminal messaging and anxiety and pressure that I felt building up that couldn't really name. I think she's talking about her own biological clock there, which she is trying to pass off as no, it's just this external pressure. It's like yeah. Is it though?
1: It's just the patriarchy. uh, Yeah, exactly.
0: So I used the word self partnered. For me, it wasn't so much about coining a word, it was more that I needed to create a definition of what it meant. Just this idea that we needed to reclaim language and space in order to express ourselves, because sometimes it's really not there. I guess there should be no surprise that men created legal systems that generally favored male productive success and interests, as you point out. It's why we have laws where adultery is a crime for women, but not for men. Until recently, and still in many countries, marital rape is not recognized as a crime in some areas, divorce is easy for men and almost impossible for women, is getting more women in positions of power or appointing more women judges the only way to make these laws unjust. Okay, so I do think that for some of this she's talking about uh developing countries.
2: Yeah.
0: Of course, which we can all agree, like child brides are wrong, which they do discuss later in this article. Yeah. Um, you know, saying that adultery is a crime for women but not men, of course, very wrong. Yeah. But I take issue with The underlying assumption here that in order to have more equality, we need to have more women in power. Because that's, you're perpetuating the idea, you're conflating human rights abuses with there's too many men here. And the presence of female is, now we have, or females, now we have human rights. Which I think is a problematic assertion. (laughs) So, again, like, this is not me trying to say, no, those things you mentioned are okay, but it's like your solution Mm -hmm. for them.
1: It's feminine supremacy. Yeah. Like that's what feminism ultimately has become. Third way feminism is is male bad, but female is supreme. You know, that they have characteristics that are innate that men don't have. Yeah. And they're just, which they're is just weird because it's a better it's, version of humanity than us.
0: It's its own biological determinism, yeah. which they also yes. say they hate. So exactly. it doesn't even make sense. But
1: like just the idea that We can gather from this article that they don't understand the male viewpoint in the slightest. Yeah, like they don't appreciate; they make no attempt to empathize with people who feel like they need to be extra cautious in the workplace. It's actually that feminist critique is that male view can't support the female view. Like you, you can't. You have to look at everything through the lens of of identity politics, right? And it's like you're doing exactly that. Yeah, they are. You've just, you've just, you you are exactly the problem with your ideology. If, if your ideology is true, like you think it is.
0: <laughs> this is actually the best part. This is my favorite part. Emma Watson says, so out of 4,000 mammals and 10 million or more other animal species, only chimps and humans live in patrilineal male-bonded communities. I found that fascinating. <laughs> the fact that evolutionary theorists believe that patriarchy is not inevitable, I found that oddly hopeful. And there was a documentary, I don't know if you saw it, Amanda Foreman, a British historian, did a television series called The Ascent of Woman which looked at other societies and cultures that were not organized in a patriarchal way. And there's something really hopeful about realizing that because I think there's so much to answer, isn't it? To that, well, there must be a reason why we do things that way or this is always, or this is the way that things have always been or we've clearly discovered the best way to do things and that is why we continue doing them this way. Okay, (laughs) so this is why feminists tend not to actually like be in charge of things, right? They're not doers they're complainers, right? If you're actually a leader, you don't need to go So I did some research and apparently there are other species and cultures, lobsters, for example, where people like me are in charge, so I kind of think you should make people like me in charge. Hmm. That's not what leaders do, okay? They just they take that's what charge. Napoleon, wait,
1: Napoleon did exactly that.
0: Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. That's that's the gameplay. Machiavellian yeah. almost. No. Leaders they take charge with confidence, not nagging. Right? You, you... Yeah, and, and never mind the fact that this just doesn't make sense, right? I mean, because no. this is the whole like, oh well, this one tribe in the Amazon has uh, a matriarchy, therefore, therefore, what? Yeah. I mean, we're
1: all talking about naturalist naturalist fallacy, anyways, to say that what's in nature is necessarily good. It's mm-hmm. not true not necessarily, but.
0: And I've actually I I've mean, heard very few people, when critiquing feminism, make that actual argument. Right? They're like,
1: yeah, well, caveman strong, so yeah. Good. But it's it's not the argument. But also, it's a horrible argument to say, well. Uh, this species of toad, uh, it's not a patriarchy. Yeah, actually,
0: in s- it with seahorses, the male yeah. has the baby.
1: Right, exactly. So
0: maybe we need to think about that.
1: It's like if there is an animal that you're going to base off uh, like human society, it's like it would be the only exception to that rule, which is the chimp. Yeah, which like you do, do the, things
0: like us. is the thing yeah. that
1: is closest to us yeah. by, a, by a wide margin too.
0: But, but I think this is another example of them misunderstanding the arguments that people make when they criticize them, which is that um, it, it's not that, oh, things have always been this way, therefore we should always do this, do things this way. It's that when you're trying to assert that, no, things are only like this because of these outside structures that we've put in place, blah, blah, yeah. blah, it's then useful to say, well, it happens everywhere else. So maybe it's not just it's right because we've always done it this way, but maybe perhaps it's not just that people are holding other people down. Perhaps we just do have these inclinations these natural inclinations and you could say well we should fight against them but then i would ask why (laughs) why Mm -hmm. especially when they're they're not normative saying we should do things this way it's just that they're descriptive we happen to be doing things this way and there's nothing wrong with that um and oh goodness this is where i'm sorry if you if you formally had a crush on emma emma watson this might be where it just it's it ends She says, it's fascinating to me that the origin story of marriage centers around ownership and power, safeguarding bloodlines, establishing property and land rights, creating tactical alliances to increase circles of influence and establish new trading links, etc. Okay, first off, that sounds so much more cool than what our culture has turned marriage into, which is just a meaningless... A meaningless just, thing, um, which can be broken anytime. any Yeah. <laughs> but she continues, I feel that relationships that don't necessarily follow traditional models do require more communication and consent. It requires an actual conversation and agreement about the delegation of tasks and labor and responsibilities that maybe you don't feel you need to have or should have if you follow those traditional stereotypes. A lot of the healthiest relationships I've seen are have been between same-sex couples because I think they have to sit down and agree on things. They agree on things between them as opposed to accepting certain sets of assumptions and expectations that are made. I've also kind of become slightly fascinated by kink culture because they are the best communicators ever. They know all about consent. I don't even know what what to say to that.
1: Neither does the person with the ball gag in their mouth. That's
0: just drooling. (laughs) The the real relationship expert there. The consenter. Yeah, but I think, again, she's... She's looking at let's let's say something like a traditional marriage and saying like oh this is this is because of normative restrictions that were put on place because of you you're doing this because you feel like you have to do this or you're doing this because you feel like you have to do this I think people like that really do have a hard time complain or co- contemplating the fact that for some people those traditional relationships they work so strongly not necessarily because they're already going in with these preconceived oh I'll do this you'll do that but it's because That is what these people genuinely want, right? And, um, you know, the classic pairing of the man and the woman, the woman kind of tending toward more nurturing, man more toward providing, it's not just something that people have to be force-fed to want to fall into, right? It's something that they can want. Okay, next up, we have... A story that brings us to the UK. Now, in pretty much every Western country, US, Canada, Australia, Sweden, etc., we've seen a concerted effort to subvert parents and indoctrinate children with what are considered acceptable political and social views. Doesn't matter if the parents don't want this. This is what administrators want, and that's the way it's going to be. We've done a a disappointing number of segments about this. Uh, We've seen this especially in the UK. I think that the story of them having gosh, they were in some elementary school grade, write gay love letters to each other to kind yeah, of
1: I believe, I believe lube the them
0: up toward homophobia or toward homosexuality, if you will.
1: Know. Yeah, I think they're about six.
0: Yeah, something yeah, like that. Yeah. So now we have the shocking news that apparently one private Jewish school in the UK is being threatened with closure unless they start teaching students pro-LGBT lessons. Okay, Brits, you guys you guys have to do something about this. Like, I don't know what's happening with, with this country. Um, Get these crazies. Out of positions of power.
1: This is going to be interesting to me because I want to see if the Jews are going to be as like dogmatic as the Muslims.
0: Yeah, well, that's, this, they
1: wouldn't mess with the Muslims. I don't think they're not going to. They're not going to go after the Muslims and be like, in your schools, you need to have no they
0: they did try that actually and that's why for weeks in i think birmingham there have been protests the muslim parents refuse to let their children be and they're right on that like they're completely right they're
1: like listen yeah we're not going to take your western propaganda or whatever and that there's there's a validity to that i hate to say it but no there is and
0: there's and we even like it's getting so bad with the lgbt thing we even have one friend who says like I would send my kid to a Muslim school before I send them to one of those, like, progressive schools. And he's not Muslim. It's just, it's just, you know what? Like, No. Yeah. No. So this is the, this is the story here. An Orthodox Jewish school has been told it risks being shut down by the Department of Education. Sorry, Department for Education because it refuses to promote LGBT lifestyles, despite this not being a legal requirement. Machino... I'm not sure how you pronounce that. Sorry. Machina School, an independent all-boys secondary school in Salford, was deemed to be not meeting standards as school leaders would not actively promote gender reassignment or homosexuality to pupils. The school was rated good across three of the four areas in its January 2019 Ofsted Ofsted inspection, which is sort of like the school board watchdog in the UK, but labeled requires improvement overall. In its follow-up inspection in November, Ofsted commended the school for teaching respect for all people, but claimed it was in breach of the Equality Act, which lists sexual orientation and gender assignment as protected characteristics. The DfE warned the school it needed to come up with an action plan or face sanctions. However, the Equality Act requires schools not to discriminate in how they educate or treat pupils, but does not dictate what is taught in schools. Head teacher Rabbi Eli y- Yohu, <laughs> Rubinstein, told the DFE that Machina, I'm butchering all of these words, I am so sorry everyone, has been unjustly undervalued by Ofsted slo- solely due to its position on teaching LGBT issues in school. He said that school is not an appropriate place to discuss subjects relating to intimacy in relationships, sexual orientation, or gender reassignment, adding that such topics were best covered at home. Yeah, so... A novel idea. Yeah, and I think sorry, the Christian Institute's education officer, John Denning, also said, nothing in the Equality Act requires independent schools to promote anything. Both inspectors on the ground and those who quality assure reports should know this. There is a world of difference between teaching respect and actively promoting different lifestyles, as Ofsted suggests. Okay, so I think it kind of seems like these are just administrators drunk on power who are essentially trying to rewrite the meaning of the law for their purposes, because I actually I did take a look at the Equality Act. It's it's online, you can find it. It's long and it covers things like employment, education, access to services and things like that. It's, pre- it's a pretty basic uh, no discrimination law. Saying treat gays equally does not, despite what these activist administrators may say, mean shove pro-gay material down people's throats, right? And I think the headmaster, it sounds like, is is in the right here completely. Treat all your students fairly and with kindness. Treat them all the same and teach them to you know respect each other treat them or teach them to treat everyone else like a person whether they disagree with them or agree with them um but that doesn't mean you have to say let's promote this lifestyle right at all i don't know why but there's this belief among educators now that their job is pretty much to raise their students like as as their parents it's not not just hey let's teach them math and grammar anymore it's I should be in charge of their personal belief system their values everything like they're mm. they're trying to take the role well this is parents. this is
1: very much a direct battle for freedom of religion in the uk yes right?
0: absolutely there, there, there's
1: no doubt about that um we've fought similar battles up here in canada i think i think this would not be possible in the states right now
0: there are places um, that are trying though
1: on yeah i'm sure they're trying but i don't think that anybody would win a ruling against a private school right um a public school might be a different story but Anyways, it's been tried here. Luckily, like I I went to a Catholic high school and we took the government to court, actually. And we ended up winning, uh, which was was good over over not sexual issues, but about freedom of religion. Mm -hmm. They wanted a a secular version of everything to be taught by secular people at a Catholic high school. So, um, yeah, I think that people have to keep fighting these battles. This is very important, not only for freedom of religion, but obviously this is about your children. Yes. This is about exactly what your children are being taught. And the, these administrators think that they know better than the parents.
0: Wait, was the was the uh, teaching like six year olds about masturbation also in the UK, or was that in the US? There have been so many of these stories, guys. It's it saddens me to think of all the crazy things we've we've reported on. But no, this it's it's not even just about the whole LGBT thing. It's just
2: yeah. in,
0: indoctrination in in general. It's about giving your children to these strangers who probably have different values than you and saying, yeah, you're not just gonna teach my children, again, math, history, things that should be objective. You're just gonna, I don't know, try to shape them after yourselves. It's totally disturbing. And this is, this is a documented attitude in the UK. Uh, we see here in a piece from last year It says primary schools should be free to teach Children about LGBT plus relationships Without consulting parents The chair of the country's equality watchdog Has said David Isaac Said "Head teachers should not be obliged To seek consent from parents before teaching Pupils that same sex families exist The requirement to consult parents on Relationships education can create more anxiety And negativity he told the independent It comes as a row over LGBT Plus lessons continues at schools in Birmingham which is where the, the Muslim protests have been following months of protests from parents who say children are too young to learn about same-sex couples he said this is not a zero-sum game if children are being taught about same-sex families that doesn't mean to say there is a direct attack upon anybody else's religious beliefs or the tenets of their faith we obviously need to be sensitive to that but children need to understand this why why do children need to understand this they don't actually he says my view is those things should be taught at primary school. Just talking about the existence of these families doesn't mean that they are advocating for them. This is just what 21st century Britain is and what the law requires. I actually, I would disagree that they're just teaching them that these yeah, families exist. That does not sound...
1: definitely advocating for them.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. And I think you can say like, oh, well, we, we should be allowed to mention gay gay families exist in school. Again, A, I, I believe you're doing a lot more than that. And B, I think there is still the question of what is age appropriate i don't want to have to explain gay and straight those differing concepts to a five-year-old to a six-year-old i don't think they can understand that why are we having these conversations Mm. at school in general but if it's at school at such a young age which we know that they're trying to do and he, he continues it is for school to decide what is taught and how oh sorry this is paul whiteman general secretary of the national association of head teachers he says, it is for schools to decide what is taught and how school leaders and teachers are experienced professionals who must be treated, or who must be trusted to make decisions in the best interests of their pupils. So they're pretty much I'm saying, yeah, yeah, we know better what your children should be taught. And they're not just saying it in regard to math or English. They're saying they know better than you, what your kids should be, in, when your kids should be introduced to things like sex and dating and what the appropriate and, views yeah. are.
1: And what their moral compass should be like. and yes. Everything like that. Yeah, I, it's. It's reprehensible, particularly when you know, when you're aware of the statistics around the type of people that are teaching these kids. That a Oh, lot yeah. Of them are, these administrators are like just unmarried left left wingers who don't have kids of their own, but are very willing to. Indoctrinate your kids. Indoctrinate your kids. It's, yeah. Uh, yeah
0: it's so declining. this is a huge overreach in terms of parental rights and by the sounds of it. It's just, it's a huge overreach as well in what the law is requiring of schools. Again, maybe there's yeah. the debate of whether it's just the law or the way it's being enforced. I don't know. Like, you guys need to do something, though. This is not acceptable. Parents, take charge again. Okay, you're in control, not the administrators, right? I mean, they should be held accountable to you, so act like it. I know not everyone is able to do homeschooling, but if you are, I think all of these stories that we cover, countless ones of them, like this these are great reasons to and even if, if you can't homeschool then you want know be involved in your school right don't take for granted that your kids are just learning what what you learned when you were younger because they're probably not like look over their homework yeah. go to the pta meetings stay on top of things millennials we didn't go through this type of thing when we were in school and we are by far the most accepting the most tolerant the most open generation when it comes to lgbt rights so maybe it turns out you don't actually you know, need to get your your child a gay lover for their Barbie doll for them to not turn into a bigot. Maybe we can just teach everyone to kind of treat each other fairly. Finally, though, we are going to be talking about obesity. So we've covered a lot of stories over the years dealing with body positivity, specifically the movement that it seems is constantly screaming that being overweight is beautiful and sexy and maybe not even bad for you. Uh, this is different than that, though. TLC, the learning channel, is a channel that's owned by the Discovery Network, which is a documentary channel. But despite that, and despite its name, not a lot of learning coming from watching TLC. If if you've ever seen it, uh, they specialize in reality TV shows.
1: I think you could learn about the depths of human depravity. Yeah. If you watch that stuff, it is. It, yeah, I don't know how people. Watch. I don't understand. Do you like watching train wrecks? I guess is that what it is? Like, you uh, know, yeah, that's
0: exactly what it's It's like. Why people are watching Tiger King? Uh,
1: yeah, that. It, I mean,
0: it's like a. You can look away. It's a disaster, you but you, you want away. more. Joe Exotic is. I watched all seasons of Here Comes Honey Boo Boo. Oh, wow.
1: Which is, also, which is
0: also a TLC program, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. I know. You see me different now. Yeah. You all probably do. <laughs> um, but what I find really strange about their programming TLC specifically is not just like the trashy shows. Like, I mean, like, Say Yes to the Dress or uh, Tallers and Tierras. There's a surprising amount of shows focused on specifically obesity. So 600-pound life, 1,000-pound sisters, which is a new show they have, hot and heavy about mixed-weight couples, and my big, fat, fabulous life are all the shows that they have relating to, like, morbidly obese people. And this this is just on one network, okay? It's, like, four shows yeah. about one network. It's strange. And I don't, even, I don't even know what to think about these shows as a the thing. They post clips online. My big, fat, fabulous life, I think that's just about an overweight woman who – was a radio host or something, so I guess it's it's not necessarily about her weight; it's just about her life. But for the other ones, they're not necessarily body positive, right? right. Uh, they show the negative aspects of being obese yeah, and some not of them just are trying
1: to lose weight. Yeah, like not that. just
0: overweight, but being obese. Yeah. Um, but so there's a lot of people who aren't down with TLC. They've accused them of things like exploitation. um, I guess stigmatizing obesity other people have accused them of promoting obesity. I don't even know what to think. Here's a clip from Hot and Heavy, the show with the mixed weight couples that I think we did a segment about a while ago.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. This one particular bride is having trouble dealing with the fact that her wedding venue has stairs, but she can't actually go down the stairs. So this is the kind of programming that you'll see on one of these TLC obesity shows. I'll let you guys decide what to think. I don't
2: know, do you want to try this up? I don't know. So this is where I would be standing if yeah. you did that, where I came up to give you a hand. We've talked about me meeting Joy at the top of the stairs to kind of help her down. Kind of, kind of strange, but I don't mind doing it if you want to do it. Yeah. Being heavier, I, of course, have some physical challenges. I do, of course, have a slight fear that I'm just going to eat it. Thank you, through.
0: This is why I don't think that these shows are body positivity shows, even though they focus on obesity because I yeah. we we've we've done shows by the BBC which absolutely are about body positivity yes um you know they they gloss over any negative yeah. health aspects and of
1: sexualized if we did somewhere they're doing like teaching them how to strip and yeah, and dance and things like that yeah exactly.
0: so For but sure. this type of footage, I don't think that's what a body positive activist would want people to see, but is this exploitation though like is this Promoting obesity or criticizing it. And I know people are really, really critical of TLC right now for this, especially this particular show, Hot and Heavy. I think these people agreed to be on camera, so I don't see it as a big, big deal, right? They're probably getting paid pretty well, I would assume. Mm -hmm. Um, but in terms of behaviors that are being shown on the on these shows, though, some of the clips have been really eye-opening to me. So oftentimes we hear, people talk about trying to encourage healthy weights and eating and lifestyles and they're accused of body shaming, right? You hear people say, well, anorexia is a serious eating disorder. People die. You're contributing to that. Yada, yada, yada. We've gotten all of those comments on our show. Um, what watching TLC specifically shows like my 600 pound life have shown me is that overeating can be just as much of an eating disorder as undereating or purging, right?
1: It's probably way worse. In fact, if you look at it, like I mean, they're both, in terms of how unhealthy are the person, they're both very obviously unhealthy. very bad. Yeah. But, but I think overeating is way, way more prevalent in society.
0: Oh yeah, like, especially yeah. societies in the West, like Canada, yeah. UK, it's, we have an overeating problem, which is an eating disorder. And as someone who has had my own health and fitness struggles, like I get it. Sometimes you're just lazy, you don't work out. Sometimes you're busy. Sometimes you just like the taste of cake and pizza, right? Totally been there. Um, and that of course affects your weight. But for some people, like food really is an addiction, like a coping mechanism. It's yeah. it's more than just let's get you a nutrition plan, let's get you a workout plan. It's more, let's get you some therapy, right? Yeah. This is actually something that I, I it goes beyond just do you not know how to eat right. There's a psychological yeah. thing here. Sure. Here's a clip of a woman who she after fighting with her family, canceled her weight loss surgery because she didn't wanna give up food as a coping mechanism. We can take a look at that. This all has created a lot of fear and doubt about whether I'm gonna be able to do this at all. Because experiencing all this anxiety and fear with everyone fighting, Has made me realize how much food helps me to manage and deal with all that when it happens. So this is not a healthy relationship with food. This is, uh... I mean,
1: listen, and the term comfort food comes from somewhere. Yeah. You know, there is something that we get from eating food that we like, I guess. Some people do see it as a really good way of relieving stress.
0: Yeah, I stress eat. That's the thing that I do. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, So that's something that we need to tackle. (laughs) But, but yeah, I mean, we all have things that we do when we're stressed. Obviously, some of them are unhealthy. Actually, a lot of them, most of them are probably unhealthy. If
0: you look at the things that people do when they're stressed, like eating, smoking, drinking, like none of them are good.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's all, yeah, there's all kinds of problems with with elevated stress levels over a long period of time, right? There's no doubt about that. But, yeah, the the idea, and I've heard it said before, I remember watching an episode of uh, the H3 podcast and Ethan Klein was on it. And he basically said the same thing, like food is all I have to like, it's like, it's like, how weak are you? It drives me nuts! It's so it's like this is this is yeah. This is your health, this is like
0: well you're self-medicating, and self-medicating is never good.
1: Well yeah, you're is it's yeah, it's you're self-medicating, but it's also it's poison. Yeah. It's, it's not even like a medication. It's it is going to impact your health in the long term. For in his example, he's got a kid and he's trying to have another kid. It's like, what do you want to die when they're when they're like 15? Yeah. I mean he's 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 not. He's not, He's not as not big as yeah. Obese. Like these people are obviously a whole yeah. other level, but that mentality has to go. Yeah. That like the but idea it, that you're going to put these pleasures above your your own health and above your loved ones. I think.
0: Yeah, but and I will so, say like not to just pick on people who use food as a coping mechanism. Our society loves to self medicate. We're obsessed with self medication. We've like become incapable of dealing with hard times so yeah. that anytime something gets hard, we turn to food, we turn to drugs, we turn to yes. drinking just to numb ourselves. And it's all really, really unhealthy.
1: Yeah, I, I, I definitely yeah. have a similar train of thought. My thought is that we put a lot of value on pleasures of the moment, mm-hmm. whatever they are, whether they're sexual, um, drug drug and alcohol related, food related, um it's, it's all about making yourself feel good on a physical level. Yeah. Or, or even on a mental level if you're talking about those drugs. But it's all... It's not, not about um, accepting suffering in the short term for long term benefits.
0: Yeah, which sucks because then it, it's going to hinder your self growth, right? Oh, if any time you're faced with something that makes you uncomfortable, your first instinct is let me eat a bucket of fried chicken, let me go drinking, let me get high or whatever, you're not going to progress in the same way. It's oh, going to no. stunt you and it's I think we see that with this person like she's incapable of handling conflict with her family now. Yes. And she she can't do it without eating. Like that's that's not a, not a healthy relationship to food right and i wish we would talk more about a society uh, about these kinds of things but it's it's so strange because it's like we can't talk about it anymore like this is the number one health crisis in places like america definitely i would say probably the uk and canada too at least up there um canada not as much as, as the u.s but it's like we're catching up i don't know like we've yeah, well, there are A lot, a lot of other we,
1: countries like, like Mexico, for example. Exactly. And a lot, of, a lot of places are becoming very obese now because we we're not starving as people. Yeah, as
0: and prime. it's it's a but strain on our healthcare systems. Like it's actually it's everything, yeah. a huge problem. I'm not for shaming fat people as people, making them feel bad about themselves, but we shouldn't kid ourselves that this is not healthy behavior.
1: Yeah, I'm I am it's like listen, if 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 you're a friend of mine, I'm gonna fat shame you. <laughs> I will. I will. I'll fat shame myself if I see myself getting out of line and I hope I get fat shamed too because, yeah, there's no, it shouldn't be accepted. It is fixable Mm -hmm. and for most people. Again, there are exceptions. I don't want to make rules around them. I get it. Maybe some of you have thyroid problem, whatever it is.
0: Well it's like a lot of people say that and it's like, have you noticed that thyroid problems are very, very common in the southern United States? Like not a lot of thyroid problems going on in Africa. And then you see that
1: and then I have a thyroid, it's genetic condition. And then they open up the fridge and it's just like lined with two liter bottles of soda. Yeah. And you're like, oh is that where you keep your genetics?
0: That's that's where your thyroids are. Yeah. Exactly. (laughs) You buy your thyroid thyroids at Costco, yeah. And I think it's the same thing with the IDUB story like this isn't because we hate anybody it's because we actually care like i actually want these people to live past 45 i really do and it's 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 sad i don't think they understand how much of an effect they're making on themselves and like Mm -hmm. you know when they're on their deathbed or after that second heart attack is will that mouth pleasure the food have been worth it right i don't think so
1: it's it it's it's sad because it's it's easy to fall into these things but everything in life to, to get Anywhere, it's about short incremental steps. It's mm-hmm. about saying no to having the fast food. Like, you know, it's about making little tiny adjustments like that. It's about, you know, suffering a little bit when you have to. Yeah. And uh, we just have to get that mentality straight, I think, a little bit better.
0: Although that is much harder to do when you have someone who is enabling or even encouraging uh, your goodness. obesity. We have this next clip here, and this is the strangest one. This is the strangest one. Okay, this woman is. Overweight, but you know what? She wants to take healthier steps. Good for her. She seems actually really committed and excited about getting healthier. Her husband, who is thin himself, seems to be a bit of a chubby chaser. It's strange. He does he doesn't want her to lose weight because he's attracted to her. Chaser. He's not
1: a chubby chaser. Who's Captain Ahab? <laughs> like, uh, I mean, I mean, let's yeah. be honest. But yeah, his you'll see here. His behavior is totally
2: yeah
0: you'll see out of line.
2: I recently have started a new journey. I am trying to have a healthier lifestyle. Because my plan is to get bariatric surgery.
0: So I have to lose 30 pounds before I can even be approved to get the surgery. So I've hired a new trainer to turn the heat up a little bit. I feel really bad for her. She clearly wants to make healthier choices. Good for her. Um, she seems motivated, but it's just, yeah, like if you're her husband, and even if you're like, you like the bigger girls, more cushion for the push and that type of thing, you should want what's healthier for your wife, right? Like, you want yes. her to be healthy. You want her to yeah. be able to, you know, take long walks and do all the physical activities she wants to do. And you want her to feel good about her own body, right? Of
1: course. So Yeah, it's... I mean, I I know that he feels good about her body. You can see his facial
0: expressions. Yeah, you and, can. That and
1: it's like, listen, dude, let's be honest here. You're a sexual deviant. And you know what? It's not the <laughs> end of the world. We can live with that. But the fact is, your sexual deviancy and, and what you want, you're putting that above
2: your, he- wife's, your health. wife's health. health. yeah.
0: So it's not just her that's, own desires, but it's her objective health. Yeah, that I feel is so bad.
1: wild, man. And he's yeah, he's, he's like
0: diet shaming her and workout shaming her. It's the weirdest thing. That's oh like <laughs> my goodness.
1: I don't like that's That is truly an evil person. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure that he thinks he's, you know, I'm, he doesn't see himself that way, obviously. But that is someone who's who's directly harming his loved one for a simple
2: pleasure.
0: Yeah, for his and his own pleasure. And yes. I think like it's it's easy to fall into a trap of being an enabler and we see if you watch the show 600 pound life i don't recommend you do it's not like good television but it's you can't look away anyway um you see a lot of these family members like they love their you know mother daughter whatever it is and so they want to indulge them but at a certain point you're not helping them by indulging them so it's kind of like you need that tough love sometimes um it's, you know it's
1: no different from being a drug enabler yeah it's I, true i don't see it as any different these are these are they're all harmful yeah. substances the way that they're being treated.
0: Yeah, and actually, to quote Doctor Phil, uh, who I love, when when he has enablers on the show, he often asks them, "Are you doing this for you or for them?" And the thing yes. is, like, when you're enabling someone, you're doing it for yourself so you feel better in that moment because you know it's not helping them, but you're doing it anyway. It's to ease yes. your own guilt, your own conscience. 100. Um, with in that. in this guy's case, his own libido, which is a little bit of a different situation, <laughs> but but the, but the fact remains the same. So yeah, there's all of this obesity focused t- programming on TLC I still don't know what to think of it they're definitely not promoting obesity but maybe they're normalizing it I don't know
1: yeah I mean to me at the very least these people
0: four shows they are at least.
1: yeah they're not I, I wouldn't even say they're taking advantage of them but they're definitely they're not I don't think they're helping these people they're giving them a, they're, they're they're pretending to mm-hmm. but they're, they' you they need these people and they need to make it sensational on reality TV as well so you you want these people to be fat right you do you want them to be fat well, I you mean, want it's, it to be outrageous
0: it's not like there'd be any shortage right now of other fat people to find
1: yeah there's something to that yeah i wonder what we'll all be like after uh after this little uh, stay indoors period are we going to be a little bit more 600 uh, pound life-ish
0: well i don't know i think there's going to be like a divergence people are either going to be yeah. emerge like more fit or less fit. like you've yeah. either you've either used this as an excuse to like just eat a lot of junk food or you've treated it like prison time and you're doing like push-ups
1: yeah but on that note though if, if we're being honest. Are you like,
0: going to tell me to work out more?
1: No. Well, okay, sure. But uh, but I, I could use that same advice right now. It's been a bad week. But if you're thinking about um, the current illness going around and how many people' lives it will take. Mm-hmm. All right. Now let's look at the, the stats for heart, heart disease, disease and so related uh, illnesses.
0: So true.
1: It, it's not, there's no competition. This
0: is an epidemic. Yes.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, it's even a pan—it's it's pandemic in its own right in the West, at
0: least. Yeah, and, and I think like there's even been um, military officials saying that this is actually a national security threat, a threat because people, <laughs> no, because people are so fat now. There's so many people who aren't even yeah. able to pass the physical because they're too fat. Yeah, I, I it's like what that. the heck kind of soft society have we become? <laughs> Weird. Yeah, so something something needs to be done, um, and you know, we're, the left likes to talk about all these government measures. The right likes to say, but my freedoms, freedom is great, but you probably still shouldn't be drinking cheese whiz, right? Let's just talk about making voluntary, healthy, smart decisions.
1: That's the thing. Like, if you if you want the freedom, at least um, encourage response. I'm, I'm very much on that board, but it's just like, yes. How about you? How about we make sure that our values are correct at least, then, so that people don't massively harm themselves
0: yeah and like i'm gonna take a shot at conservatives now i think we're more concerned with freedom than we are responsibility yes like we we care more about advocating for someone's right to eat themselves to death that we don't spend enough time saying but here's why you shouldn't yes right and i think that's the problem too so let's
1: and i think that that's actually we're seeing a lot of this now where when the government is decreeing that people have to social distance yeah we're seeing a lot of people that are that if we just said can you please social distance? I think there are a lot more conservatives that would be okay with it. Mm-hmm. But when the government decreed it, all of a sudden you got a bunch of guys that are like, well, you can't tell me what to do. It's not that and bad, now, even. Now like now I'm, now I'm going gonna to do the it. Beach. Now I'm going to go yeah. to uh, the mega church.
0: Which is just, is. I'm sorry, a childish response. Like we can still yes. debate the validity of state overreach when it comes to food, when it comes to social distancing, but that yeah. doesn't mean we don't also take responsibility for our own actions. And I feel like, yeah, it's just, it's, uh, grossly hedonistic culture that only cares about their freedom to do whatever they want rather than the responsibility to do what is right and again we are not libertarians we are conservatives and I think focusing on that responsibility needs to be part of that conversation or else it's just chaos everyone doing whatever they want all the time so I guess yeah don't date cam girls and eat healthy moral of the show words to live by I think that's pretty much all we have to say for now as you guys probably noticed this wasn't live that's true um we are still trying to cut down on the I couldn't I couldn't keep doing shows by myself it was like (laughs) it was like pulling teeth this is so much better um but that's why
1: you have to have me on camera guys yeah but um
0: yeah we're trying to still cut back on the number of people who are here in studio so it's not live It's literally
1: just Lauren and I right now I'm manning the switcher yeah and um we did have one message actually you should check out the blaze shop Mm mm-hmm uh, you can buy tons of apparel there.
0: Shop.theblaze.com. Uh,
1: yeah, there's tons of stuff for the show specifically or for other shows mm-hmm. that I think are great. Um, mugs, hats, t-shirts. Yeah. Check it out.
0: And with next week's show, we're probably going to do something similar with just the two of us trying to give you as close to the regular show as we can, but maybe not live. I uh, yeah. hope hope that's all right. And we are playing around with the idea of if you're not subscribed to us on YouTube, you should be Um, doing maybe a live stream Q&A just really casually. I... I asked him to do this earlier. He said no, so this is my way of putting him on the spot Um, just so we can do that Q&A segment, which is going to be missing right now because we're not doing it live. But Mm -hmm. uh, make sure to follow us on social media and we'll we'll keep you posted on what's going to happen with that. But for now, we will see you guys next time.